When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sports television made for days like today. Speak, family. Welcome to Speak. We had a huge matchup, really the biggest of the season this Sunday. It's the Cowboys. It's the Eagles. Two best teams currently by record in the NFC. You got the Eagles all-time rushing leader to my right. It is on Fox. That is me. That is you, big dog. I I did do that. You did do that. I did. It doesn't get any bigger than this. This is why sports TV was created. Shady, let's get right to it. Don't want to keep the viewers waiting any longer. Who needs a win? more in this pivotal game. It's the biggest one of the year. Who needs to win more? Cowboys or Eagles? It could be the Cowboys or the Eagles. I'm going to say both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, one win puts that one team at the top of the mountains. Right? We we both can't tie. We both can't win. There got to be one team. And I I can make so many different cases for the Eagles. I can make so many different cases for the Cowboys. But it only can be one. And I think whoever wins this game sits at the top alone. Mm. Alone. And And they take ownership of that division. So if you ask me this question, I got to be honest. I want to say my Eagles, but I got to do my job. It's both of them. I'm going to revisit that shortly because both of them usually a cop-out, but you are the Eagles' <laughs> all-time rushing leader, so you get a little bit more grace when conversations like this. For me, Joy Taylor, it is the Cowboys that need to win more. Ooh. It's the Cowboys that need to win more because if the Cowboys lose, they are two and a half games back in their own division with just nine games left to play. If the Cowboys lose, they cannot curve that mental barrier which says we haven't beat a good team yet. Best team the Cowboys have beat, some would argue, is the Rams. I would argue the Rams. You might retroactively, via hindsight bias, say it was the Jets, but the Week 2 Jets team was not as good as the Week 7 Rams team. So to me, the best team the Cowboys have beat is a Rams team. So if the Cowboys do not beat the Eagles, they will continue to remain the bullies I believe they are. And what do bullies do? Bullies pick on people that are lesser talented, lesser skilled, lesser size than them. But when it comes time to play the big dogs, bullies cower. And the Cowboys, they picked on the Giants. They picked on the Jets. Mm -hmm. They picked on the Rams. But when they saw the 49ers, they cowered. Well, the Eagles are the big dogs in the big boulevard, and they rolling into the link. Cowboys, will you be bullies once again, or is it time to bully the big dog? Cowboys, for me, Joy Taylor, they need this win more. Where are you at? Take us to break. (laughs) <laughs> I can't do it. I got to side with them. I, I, I agree. Look, I, from, from a purely mathematical standpoint, the Cowboys need to win more. You yeah. just outlined the division. You outlined the wins. I know Cowboy math is a little funky, but 7-1 is, in fact, better than 5-2. It is. And 6 points is better than 3 points. That's I know we all have our own little versions. I apply girl math all the time, but that's how it works in Cowboys land. In real life, the Cowboys need this win more because of where they sit in the standings. I don't want to get too far into who they've beaten because they played that game with the Eagles last year and it turned out it didn't matter. You beat the teams you're supposed to beat, sometimes you're going to lose to better teams. The Cowboys are a good team. That happens. I think everyone would agree this would be a this would be the best win of the season for them. I agree with you. The Rams win was the most impressive. I think the Cowboys have more more spectacular wins, right? Because they are picking on those lesser teams. The Eagles don't have those spectacular wins. They just got more 
of the wins. Mm -hmm. I will take more of the wins over spectacular wins myself. But when it comes to who needs this win more, it is the Cowboys. They, they do need this win more. Not mostly because of them picking on the, the, the weaker teams. But with the, with the standings, the way that the season is going, the way the Eagles are finding ways to win games, you don't want to let that gap get further away from you. So th from that standpoint, the Cowboys need to win more. Hold on, James. Uh -huh. That outfit fire. I appreciate it. It's fire. It's, 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 I got to be honest. You know, I got to be honest. World, y'all uh, see me? I got to be honest. Y'all see me? Take a four shot. This, thing's a, this, this, a, this is a group, this a group it, compliment. It's getting us off by the fire. You know like, that outfit is tough. Come on. I just need one favor, though. It is nice, but listen. Once you get done after the show, yeah. you know, take it to the dry cleaners and send my thing back. <laughs> I, got, I did take it out your locker room, man. I mean, you, you missed the turtleneck. I, I, uh, I, I, I appreciate you looking out for me, Shady. I did take it out your locker room, man. It's all good. I appreciate y'all. Who needs my dog. more, big dog? It's not close. You enjoy hitting it right on the nose. I know he said both because, you know, he, he Philly, but it's the Cowboys, and it's not even close. You are talking about a team. You beat the Rams. They going to the playoffs? No, sir. You beat the Jets. They might go to the playoffs, but they're in the AFC, yep. right? You lost to the Cardinals, an NFC team, Giants. right? You played the Niners. You lost to them. You beat the Giants. They going to the playoffs. Mm -mm. So this right here is another mental game yep. for the Dallas Cowboys. To lose this game and say, dang, the Niners going to the playoffs, the Eagles for sure going to the playoffs, and we ain't beat none of them or didn't look the right way playing against none of them. Mm -hmm. This right here is another one of those games that is mental for the Dallas Cowboys, and they got to get over this hump. They have to beat a good football team. They got to beat a good football team, so we really start taking this team seriously about getting to the NFC Championship, making it to a Super Bowl, because these are the teams that they are going to have to go through. The Niners, they laid an egg. You cannot come out here on the road in Philly and lay another egg. The superstars got to play like superstars. The last time they needed to play like superstars, Micah was nowhere to be found. Dak was nowhere to be found. CD was nowhere to be found. This is another game, and this is a division Ooh. game to where mentally you guys got to show up the way you guys showed up against the Rams. This is eager. This on all of them. Coach Mike, this is your biggest game of the season. Mm. Dak, this is your biggest game of the season. CD, it's your biggest game. Mm. Micah, Demarcus Lawrence, it's your biggest game. They have to Ooh. get this one done. I don't care about the <laughs> records or their mental going into the playoffs, they got to get this one no, done. You ever see them freestyles where they be really spinning? <laughs> like, ooh, ooh, ooh. I totally agree with you. Everything you said, I totally agree. I, I mean, I'm just thinking like, man, you said something about a big game like this, I need our best players to play good against their best players. That's, it. that's what it's all about. I mean, because some of the smaller games, I shouldn't even say smaller games, but some of the teams that's not as good, like you... You win or lose, like I mean, you want to win every game, right? Mm -hmm. But but maybe you can win that game without your stars playing great. Yep. It's gonna be hard for the Cowboys to win if their best players don't no play well. It's gonna be hard for the Eagles to win if their best players don't play well. That's why I love this game so much. So Cowboys and Eagles on top of, on top of it being a division game. Shady, paint the picture Man, for me. Paint the picture for me. Oh. I played in the game four times. No, I played in the game six times. You played in the game twelve times. Cowboys, Eagles. Why? Obviously, on the outside end, the viewers might have an inclination, but what is it about that week when you pull into Dallas and you're in Fort Worth or when the Cowboys pull into downtown, uh, downtown Philadelphia yeah. and they stay, I believe it's at that South Philly, get it like, right. What? South Philadelphia, baby. <laughs> what is it about the game that makes it so intense? Paint the picture for me. For, for, especially for uh, all the viewers out there, like if you have a, a, a rivalry, right? It don't have to be the NFL. 
It'd be high school rivalries. I'm sure back in your hometown, there's, there's no certain schools that, man, I can't wait to play them. And, and the parents, they done graduated years ago, mm-hmm. but they still, in their mind, have that same rivalry. It's the same thing in the pros. Mm-hmm. My first year, I didn't really, I mean, I knew about the Cowboys and Eagles rivalry, but I didn't really know until yeah. I stepped in that locker room. I was like, oh, yeah. oh, this is how you're acting for this game? All the other games be different. This game is like way different. Mm-hmm. The seats have been sold out. Since last year. That's what type of game it is. And I think that the Cowboys are such a big brand. And in Philadelphia, we're such a football big brand where it it makes sense, right? It's like them them heavyweight fights. It makes sense. And that's what it is. The Cowboys, they have a good team, good roster. They're all hyped up. Super Bowl chances, Super Bowl contenders. Look at the Eagles. We hyped up. Super Bowl contenders. And it makes perfect sense. It's very rare you find, like, the, the, the two teams at the top level playing ball. That's where we are right now. Yeah. So that rivalry is so big. I'll show me. I just, I remember this even going to Dallas. Now you got me going to my memory lane for Go a down. second. Go down. Going to Dallas, yep. Texas, the new stadium. Yep. You know, I got the Russian title. Am I going to win it? Because they got DeMarco yeah, Murray. Have it yet. I tell the defense, hey, look, have it y'all yet. shut him down, this is true. and I'm going to handle my business. Let's go. It's a true story. And then after the game was over, we got that W, and they came out them interviews. It's a true I got that story. game ball. He had the belt. I told, I told my boy, hey, yo, go get it. Go get it. Go get it. What are you going to get? The Russian title belt. Yeah, the belt and the line. They didn't know if it, was, if it was LeSean McCoy or, or The Rock. Mm. I had that belt on, boy. Yeah. I'm, I will find I like the picture it. because yeah. this, this actually happened. Before That's the game, a true story. Shady comes up to the defense. He's like, hey. Do your, job. do your job. Do your job. Do your job. But do keep in mind, job. DeMarco Murray had an 1,800-yard yeah. season a year he was, before. He was good. And he was nice. But Shady got the rush. There we go. Okay, you talked about a heavyweight fight, but the two really main event fighters are going to be Micah Parsons and you could say Lane Johnson. Okay. Those are two of the arguably best players on their sides of the ball. Clearly, the Eagles have a lot of great players. Well, Micah Parsons, he praised the Eagles recently, but then he put the focus back on his team earlier this week. Take a listen to Parsons. It's always a great challenge, but at the end of the day, they got to face us too. You know, I know they looking over like, how are we going to, when Mike is here, what are we going to do? When Mike is there, what are we going to do? Um, at the same time, they got to scheme me. At the same time, I got to prepare to go against them. So iron sharpens iron. You know that boy. You can tell that boy from Harrisburg. We talk. <laughs> yeah, I know it's a big game. They got to see me too. They got to see me. My only problem is I can't believe it anymore. I can't believe it wow. anymore. What you mean? Because what Micah said two weeks ago. Okay. Y'all remember two weeks ago, Micah went on, I believe it's his podcast on Bleacher Report. Shout out to Micah and his whole team that put that, that together. He went on Bleacher Report and he said, the Eagles, they're the best team in football. Right. Mm. They have no weaknesses. Yeah. So you can't sit here and say that they're the best, they have no weaknesses, but they got to see me too. But it's like, don't sit here and compliment, oh man, she's beautiful from top to bottom, all the things. Hey. Oh, but you look great as well. Like, you already told me who the best was. And you told me not only that they were the best, that's one thing, subjective. You said they have no weaknesses. But now they got to see you, too? It's hard for me to believe, Shady. It's hard it's, for me to believe, Joy, because I've already heard what he said about the Eagles, and you don't get a second chance at a first impression. That first impression, it's a lasting impression. I can't unhear that to hear this. Well, I, I, my, in my days of seeing beautiful women, there's always another one, too. Anyway, <laughs> my thing with Micah is... is Michael, like he's a great player. Well, I, think, yeah, I think he's a great player. No so doubt. if this team has great players and they and they are number one and they don't have a lot of flaws, or he said no flaws, no flaws. No flaws. I think Michael feel the same way. He's from Harrisburg. He's a great player too, and they gotta see me. That's all he's saying. Okay. So so Micah said she's cute, but she's fine, fine. She's fine, fine. Correct. That happens a lot. <laughs> that happens. It's levels. It's levels now. It is levels. Uh, I, I agree with. Micah. I like that he's saying this now. Maybe maybe Micah, you know, who knows? Maybe someone was like, hey, only say nice things about us right. moving forward. We're going to be in the top five no matter what moving forward. But he's also right. This is a very important game. I think it matters more for the Cowboys because of where the Eagles are in the season right now. But the Eagles want to win this game as much as the Cowboys do 
regardless of the rivalry. At home, too. At home, yes. Like, you don't have to see them again. This is an, this is an important game. And I know, we, I know we've said this about several games, big matchups that we've had this year, but this does feel like the most important regular season matchup that we've had so far this year, especially looking back on how those other ones went. Dolphins-Bills, disappointment. Cowboys-Niners, disappointment. Mm-hmm. So not only am I hoping for a really great matchup, better hope. but yeah. I think it will be because, first of all, they're both healthy. Like getting getting two healthy teams at that at, at the top of the yeah. league right now in the in the conference in the division is really special just for fans and for the players. Like we're really going to get to see a very even matchup, and the outcome of it will be talked about a lot. I absolutely love it <laughs> because he is 100% right. Them boys got to worry about where I'm at all over this defensive side of the football. Yeah. If I'm at defensive end, linebacker, D-tackle, they got, they got to worry about me and they got to block me. The one thing I like about this is we can't really listen to what Micah says. Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? Talk to we got to watch what Micah does. Ooh. And Micah may say a whole lot, but it's one thing that stays consistent when he click, click that helmet. It's go time, mm-hmm. whoever's out there. So for me, with him saying that, I'm good with that. You could talk all you want to talk. If you feel like you was giving the Eagles some credit, hey, they ain't got no flaws, understandable. They playing well, one of the best teams in the National Football League. But now it's us two going at it, and they got to handle me too. And every time I step on the football field, people don't got answers for me. And I believe that's what he's saying, as he also was respecting his opponent weeks ago. But I ain't here. I ain't listening to him no more. Right? I'm looking at what I see. And every time Micah gets on this football field, he balls. And that's why you guys up here had him at Defensive Player of the Year because he's that good. I'm just trying to tell you this, man. And I hate to say it. No, don't bring the flag out. I just want to be peaceful. I just want to say this. The last time, you know, you guys were saying that the Eagles, you know, they've been looking terrible how they've been winning, right? And then we played a really, really good team that everybody's worried about. This Miami Dolphins speed, this team, this is going to be a close game. The Eagles might lose. I'm going to say this. Don't be surprised if this game gets out of hand. Don't be surprised if I, I, I won't be surprised if it gets out of hand. I just don't want to see I will. existence because we deserve. In whose favor? <laughs> out of yeah, whose favor? We deserve what? a good matchup. Man, out of hand. Man, you, in that, favor. Man. Because the, the Eagles haven't blown, like, yeah. they haven't won a game by more than 14, but the Cowboys have, have whooped several saying. people. So, no, like, the Eagles have blown But hold on up. The Dolphins game, the Miami Dolphins game, right? It was, you said 14 points? 14 points. But it was a dominant fashion game. Right? We, we dominate them boys. Also, 14 points is 100% of blowout. Wait, wait, we dominate the, the, the Dolphins. Don't you agree? I don't think so. You thought the game was close? Seven-point game until the Eagles got the ball. Six-minute drive. Eagles went down the But field, not only that, no. we dominate them boys. One thing, one thing that I do learn about division games, it don't matter what your record is. That's true. It don't matter what players you got. That's true. These games always come down to the wire. You very rarely see a blowout in a division game. The, the two games against the Commanders then came down to the wire with the Eagles. They, like, play, this, they play as well, though. They I play know, as well. But it's a division game. They know well, you well. So I don't necessarily think this is going to be a blowout. I think it's going to come down to what everybody want to see. Just remember Ball what you're saying. Ball in Dak Prescott hands when the game on the line. Can right. you win it? Just remember what you're saying. Because I'm going to text you. This, this always happens. James goes against what I say, right? And then come back Monday, he's like, you were right. So you gonna, later on, you're like, Shady, you know what? 
Shady, if you, you, write, if right. you write about this one, you good. I don't see a blow. I'm right. Well, I'm right. Good. You want me dinner? <laughs> <laughs> He's already I hope it's good. Not He's already good. All right, coming up, we have another huge game. This might be the biggest game of the season on the AFC side. Dolphins and Chiefs. Winner of this one owns sole possession of the AFC one seed. But the game is in Germany. Come back for our thoughts on how important this game is. You're talking about potential Super Bowl favorites here. That's next on Speak. Don't forget, check us out every day. Sports Channel Series. That's RJ. Hey, folks, it's your man, Keyshawn Johnson, here to talk about Angie, formerly known as Angie's List, your go-to home services, marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now you might be wondering, what exactly is Angie? Well, let me tell you. It's the nation's largest home services marketplace, connecting over 150 million homeowners with skilled professionals, to tackle any project, big or small. As a homeowner myself, I always have things I want to work on for my house, whether it's general home renovations or fun projects like putting in a pool. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it a breeze to research, compare, and hire pros, ensuring every job is done well. Whether you're fixing a leaky faucet or planning a full kitchen renovation, Angie's got your back. And get this, folks. Angie's pros aren't just any old contractors. They're your neighbors, often running small businesses right in your community. Plus, they've been rated and reviewed by others in your area. So you know you're getting quality service. So why stress over home projects when you can turn to Angie? From finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience, Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie, your trusted ally in home services. Family, we are in second and short. This is the most urgent day in sports because there's another great game this weekend. The Chiefs and the Dolphins. You're talking about two of the best teams in football. Whoever wins this game, sole possession of the AFC. It's going down in Germany. But not only you got the two best records in football, you got the two best quarterbacks currently in football. Don't take my word for it. Trust those in Vegas. MVP odds. Patrick Mahomes, he's sitting at number one. Tyreek Hill, nope, his quarterback. Tua Tungavailoa, he's sitting at number three with the MVP odds. Got the two best teams in the AFC, got the two best quarterbacks in the AFC, but then you got the best receiver, Tyreek Hill, an absolute dude, 1,000 yards through eight games. 1,000 yards, y'all, through eight games with the Dolphins. But remember, before he ever starred for the Dolphins, he was a beast on the Chiefs. It is a huge game, the biggest game that I don't care about. And, Joy, I don't care about the game. I don't put stock into the game because the game is going down in Germany. See, the way I look at it, James Jones, is if the Dolphins go out there and they win by 28, win by 21, I'm thinking to myself, it was in Germany. If the Chiefs go out there and they win by 21, they win by 28, I'm thinking to myself, it was in Germany. It's such an extenuating circumstance that I can't put weight on it. You often hear, colloquially speaking, I don't care if we play them on concrete. I don't care if we play them on grass. I don't care where we... The fact of the matter is... You play on grass and you play on turf, that's it. And when it comes down to Super Bowls, you play on grass, you play on turf, and you play in North America. So when I think about what is going to be thrown off in this game, it's so hard, Joy, for me to put a crazy amount of stock in this game. Will there be a winner? Yes. 
Will that winner own sole possession of the AFC? Yes. Does that winner have, uh, does that winner dictate standings? Yes. But I can't, as an analyst, judge a ton off this game. So you said so of the, much. You said so none much of the games off. that's happened over there uh, matter? In London? Not, Germany, how, I, none of them not how I analyze them. And I'm glad you asked that question. And then, and then let's dive into this conversation. Remember the Jags stayed in London for 14 days. Meanwhile, the Bills went to London. Yeah, that's why I picked the Jags to win that game. It was hard for me to assess it because I'm like, I don't know if the Jags have an advantage because they've been there for two weeks or if the Jags have a disadvantage because they've been away from home for two weeks. Either way, it's too hard for me to assess because it's such an extenuating circumstance. For those that don't know, I found this out yesterday. The Jags in the middle of that two-week stretch, they had to change hotels because they were the home team the first game and they were the away team the second game or that's inverted. Either way, Joy, I can't put stock in a game mm. that's so chaotically orchestrated. It's hard for me to analyze and put stock into it. Well, I understand what you're saying from from what you're going to take away from the game. Obviously, we have takeaways from the game. We're going to have takeaways from the Eagles-Cowboys game this weekend that we will apply for the rest of the season. Remember that game? What happened in that game? What Micah did? What Dak did? What Jalen did? We'll pull from that. From that perspective, I hear what you're saying. If Tua has a poor performance, are we going to think that Tua is regressing or he can't keep up with a top team in the league? If Patrick Mahomes and, and, the, and them come out and and the Chiefs come out and have a performance like they did last week, are we going to be as concerned as we would be if this was played here stateside? I agree with you from that perspective. It's hard to really pull from the performances that we might see from this game. But the game still super-duper matters. Yes. Like, what happens in, in this Ooh. game really matters as far as the standings. You, you, you outlined all of it. This is a big-time AFC matchup. It will matter at the end of the season if these two teams are going to be competing for standings in the yeah. postseason. So regardless of what the circumstances are or how we can analyze what we're seeing in this game, and there will it will be hard not to do that because the Dolphins haven't really had a great performance against a top team. And the mm -hmm. Chiefs are coming off a really bad loss. Really bad so loss. it's going to be hard not to pull from it. But we're going to have to because, as you can see, it is, it is starting to get a little close around here, and this game is going to matter. Sheesh. Sheesh. Yeah. Talk Man. to me, James Jones. That's crazy you feel like that. You, feel don't, like you don't. Wrongly. You don't. Mm. Just because Germany. Hard to assess. The, where both these teams play at, uh, where did they play at when they lost to the Eagles? In Philly. Where they play at when they lost to Buffalo? Well, none of them in Germany, and they look terrible <laughs> <laughs> against good teams. Where did Patty play last week? I think at altitude. Denver. Yeah, he played in Denver. And five turnovers in yeah. that game? Come on, man. This one right here is big time, and it's big time for those reasons. Tua has not beat anybody good. You beat the Pats twice. You beat the Broncos. You beat the Carolina Panthers. You ain't beat nobody good. Then you took bad losses to the Philadelphia Eagles and the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Right? So you have not, you third in the MVP race, but you kind of like Dak. Y'all beating up and bullying these little teams that ain't getting ready to go in the playoffs. Yeah. For the Kansas City Chiefs, you guys are coming off a terrible loss. Yeah. Right? Complete as a team, defensively, offensively, whatever you want to say, turning the football, a terrible loss. So this one right here is big for both of these teams from those standpoints. They want home field advantage, yeah. the Kansas City Chiefs. True. They want to win this division and Make sure Buffalo don't win this division and be able to have people come through Miami. They need to beat a really good football team in two under Miami Dolphins. This is a big game for both of these teams, and you said it, but I disagree. I don't care if it's on concrete, turf, <laughs> uh, old school Astro turf, Germany, uh, Germany Mexico, Mexico. Uh, North. I don't care where it's at. Dude, this is a big time game, and we are blessed to be able to wake up. 
At 8 in the morning, they're probably going to be over here <laughs> and be able to see this one right here. Well, so I, and I, I totally agree with you. I mean, yeah. it's a big game. You're talking about the way that tour is playing. Yep. And the way that Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. Look, playing bad or not, it's Patrick Mahomes. Mm -hmm. They're going to sell out over there. We need to see this dude. And then we got Tyreek Hill, the way he's playing. They can play anywhere. We're going to see it. It's, it's must-see TV. So I love what the NFL was doing. You know, I, I didn't have a lot of great experiences in London, but I will say this, that the atmosphere was amazing. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I didn't know that many people around the world like love football like that. Yeah, and they were, they were filling out. The stands, now, it was a little awkward because, you know, we're, I, I, I was with the Bills at the time, and we were playing, like, I think the, uh, the Jaguars. And I seen a lot of Stiller fans. Like, oh, yeah. What's going on? So, <laughs> but they're just having to see football. Yeah. Right? And then they do that so to make the NFL a, 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 bigger, a bigger brand mm -hmm. worldwide. So now it's like a soccer thing. Every country is watching. So I, I love what they're doing. I'm excited. Um, I have a lot of stock in it. I just think that watching them type of players, that's big football, big TV. Here's what I mean by it, though. Here's why I can't put stock in it is because, enjoy you, the resident track athlete on the desk. When I watch a track meet and I see somebody win or lose, the first thing I say is, well, what was the wind? It's always important. When you look at a time, well, what was the wind? And then I look at place. Who got what and what they get? If I ever see the wind as something outlandish, plus five miles an hour, I'm like, ah, I, can't, I can't count it. I can't assess it. Does the wind still matter for their paper? Yes. Does the wind still matter until that? Yes. But I can't assess a race where there's such an extenuating circumstance. Reason I love having this conversation, Shady, you played 170 career games. James Jones, you played 134. There is a lot of NFL experience at this desk. We talked about it before the show. You didn't even enjoy the food over there. James Jones, you ain't enjoy the food over there. No, so if you out there getting locked up, if you out there getting deed up at Darrell, whoever the case may be, it's hard for me to be like, man, James is sorry. No, no I'm like, my dog's diet was off. His circadian <laughs> rhythm was off. Shady's sleep patterns was off. Shady, didn't, Shady was playing the game at 6 a.m. in L.A. Yeah. when his body clock is completely off. I'm not saying the game is not important. Yeah. Of course it is important. I'm just saying based upon y'all's 300 NFL games of experience, it's hard for me to assess you as critically in a game nah, in nah, Germany nah. than it is I, in a game over in this, here. In this game, especially with football, ain't no excuses. Mm. It's 11 on 11. Yeah. We're going to strap up like they strap up paws. And my thing is there's no such thing as an excuse. <laughs> If it's, if it's the time, if it's the diet, whatever it may be, it don't matter. You got to get the thing done. You got to get the game done. I, you hear what I'm saying? I so I hear what you're saying about I the diets and this and that and what, what happened. You see me out there stretching. Yeah, he, he's stretching. I was yeah. ready to go. Bro. So, so. Oh, look, you see how this is straight, straight. You know what I mean? No, no, but, I'm in London mood. You know what I'm saying? How old are you But there? for real, though, when you look at that, right, and the reason why I say that, I was ready to play. Of course. I, I woke hey, up, in, you see this? I woke bad, up in the morning calling my family like, hey, we on. Just so y'all know, hey, the game start. Like, I was ready to go. I, whether it was London, Germany, whatever, I was ready to go, and I wanted to step on the field, and I wanted to ball. If this, Acho. Talk to me. What's the record to the, for these two teams right Six here? and two, six and two. What if this game decides who gets home field advantage? I are, think it will. Are you, so are you going to say will. Germany didn't matter? And I'm not that's saying, how much this I'm game not, here's, means? Here's what I'm trying to differentiate. I don't want to conflate the two things. I'm not saying the game does not matter. I know exactly what you're saying. Like, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, James, it's going to be so hard for me to assess this game. Shady, two weeks ago, you woke up, you did Undisputed. You did Undisputed with Skip Bayless, Keyshawn, amongst others. I did that maybe a month prior. It's hard for me to wake up and talk on television at 6 a.m. Y'all realize the Chiefs left for Germany yesterday. I've been to Germany six times in my life. Y'all know how hard it's going to be to wake up and play. You know, y'all did it. To play a game, I can't just sit there and but they calculate game, the but same they thing. Game. 
You love. When you love today. That, that's cool. When you love something, you're going you to give it your all. I don't care where it's at. I think it's safe that we don't overreact to whatever yes. happens in this game when it comes to assessing where these teams are, what's happening. If the Chiefs have another really bad performance, I'm not going to feel the same way about that performance as I would if they Ooh. played in Kansas City. Kansas City, or if they played in that's Miami this saying. weekend. That's I agree saying. with you there, but. All of that is just how we yep. digest the game. No doubt. What, what no actually doubt. happens, the statistics will count the yep. same. That's true. The record's going to count the same. And an asterisk next to it. And both teams are dealing with the travel. It's, it's a bit different than, I think, London, where Jacksonville actually mm -hmm. stayed there. And to me, that is an, is an advantage for all the reasons you're saying. Physically, you, you're eating the same things. You're there for two weeks. You're, you've, you're accustomed to the time zone difference. You're, you're in a bit more of a rhythm, even though it's on the road. So I, do, I understand logistically. I'm a logistics nerd. I don't know if this is a fun joy fact. Logistically, I understand everything that you're saying from our perspective. But from the players, like, it is what it is. We got to go play. Let me ask you this, y'all too, since y'all are against it. Like, I'm not against oh, it. Oh, oh, not against it, but, but you, you kind of, you, you understand what he's trying to say. I understand right? what he's saying, yes. My thing is, so, when, when you know, you're notified that, all right, this year, y'all are selected to yeah, go exactly. across the country to play whoever you want. <clears throat> now, that whole team that they're paying all this money to, from the, 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 the scientists and analytics, all these different th guys and, and the people you hire, mm -hmm. they look forward to this. How can we have our players best fit for this game across the country? Time difference and all that. They do that for a whole offseason. They know this. So I, 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 we, we can't make the excuse of how we're going to assess it if it's the health or diet or whatever it may be or the travel time because they're already planning for it. There should be no excuse. You, the, 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 I, same, I, the same I way that you, you have the time you. to go over there and play this team, the other team has the same thing. And, and, and when, they, when they go into the season planning for these things, they plan for it months and months before it even happens. So you know what's going, you know what's going down. That's why I can't give you no excuse if it's a bad or good game because y'all got the same amount of time to prepare yeah. for this game. Because they both have the same amount of time, yeah. I tend to agree with you. I think, that, I think London with Jacksonville and Buffalo was a bit different. That's why I picked Jacksonville yeah, but, in that game but, because they'd already been there. But still, even with that being said, like, when I was with the Raiders and we went to London, we, we went out there and stayed the whole week. If we My, did. Yep. Miami Dolphins came the day before, slapped us. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? So, like, all that stuff, like, you still got to wake up and you got to play the game. One day there, two days there, it, a week there, it, you still have to wake up and play the game. If Patrick Mahomes goes out here and throws for five touchdowns, is... We going to say, oh, he was in Germany. Man, that don't count. He should, that shouldn't count on his against his No, that's not MVP. what I'm saying. That is you, not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, James, if Patrick Mahomes goes out there and has one touchdown, three picks, I will be like, well, you know what? They left on Thursday. But how can you say they that? They didn't dress at all. I would be like, he probably wasn't as sharp, wasn't as alert. If I had to wake up and do this show at 6 a.m., I would hope that y'all would not assess me as critically as doing this show at 4.30 Eastern, 1.30 Pacific. I would hope y'all would. Yeah, I don't he know, because, because, but because, but because people do, actually. Because yeah. you want undisputed, <laughs> yeah. they don't expect you to bring undisputed energy. Correct. So I, I, I got I to push back on that. But, I think for me, it's just me as an analyst. Like, it has nothing to do with anything else. Like, how I'm going to look at this game, I'm not going... I'm still going to react to it, but it's just not going to be yeah. as reactive as I would I got a really good one for Acho. Talk to me. I'm here for it. Because Shady brought it. it up, but he didn't bring it up in this term. If they told you a year from now, you are undisputed. <laughs> at 4 a.m., you're not going to be you're ready. Not, you're not going to go to bed at 7. You're going to be slurring your words like you didn't know it was coming. Right? You're going to be on it. That's a good point, Skip. That's a good point, though. You knew a year from now you was going to be on that.
man. So we need your best, I know. We need your <laughs> best. Okay, hey, Key, hey, Keyshawn, yeah, yeah, Dak didn't play good. Like, come on, dog. You know what's coming. That's a good point. Oh, that was well said, well said. Well, what we don't know what is happening, what is going on in Vegas. They fired their head coach, their general manager, their offensive coordinator yesterday, hired Antonio Pierce, promoted him from linebacker yeah. coach to be the head coach. There is chaos, pure and absolute chaos in Las Vegas. Do you expect them to turn it around? This is an opening in the NFL, and you rarely ever see it. That's next on Speak. Family, let's get to third and long. What a there show this go. has been already. Yeah. That's your man, James Jones. That's your man, Coach Pierce, new head coach, former linebacker coach at our Raiders. Remember, head coach, general manager, offensive coordinator, all fired yesterday. Josh McDaniels, he's out of there. Didn't even last 700 days in Las Vegas. Now, good for him. He'll still make millions upon millions of dollars to Man. not do anything. Along with the coach being gone, they're changing quarterback. Mm -hmm. Jimmy Garoppolo to the bench. Aiden O'Connell starting. They said he gives them the best chance to win. Wild. Again, I said this yesterday, and I meant it when I said it. James Jones, nobody more expert to talk about the Raiders right now on national television than you. Former Las Vegas Raider. You also currently do pregame, postgame shows, every game for the Raiders. You're in Las Vegas yes, weekly. You know it all. We do not know enough. Educate me. Do you expect the Raiders to turn it around? I do. I'm, I'm excited for uh, Antonio Pierce to get this thing rolling. It's a newfound energy in that building, mm -hmm. and it had to come. And I'm glad Mark Davis made the change when, at this time when he really had to make the change because you have the Giants and you have the Jets coming up on your schedule. Both games at the crib, right? Both games that are winnable games for an interim head coach in Antonio Pierce. Instead of saying, look, we're going to hold off a little bit longer, give Josh McDaniels a couple more weeks, and then you got to play the Chiefs and the Dolphins, which would be really tough games to win. So I'm excited that they made the change when they had to make the change, but this is what this organization needed. They did not believe in Coach McDaniels anymore. You bring a guy in, Antonio Pierce, who really is a player's coach. They love Antonio Pierce in that building. Offensive players, defensive players, they love him in that building. And it's a newfound energy. You, go, you are going to see a different Raiders team by the style of play mm. this Sunday, I promise you, with Antonio Pierce being the interim head coach. I'm excited for him. I'm ready to go. And they absolutely can turn this thing around. I agree with you for the rest of the season. We saw Rich Passaccia go in there. He went 7-5. and five after John Gruden got let go. But, James, for the Raiders to turn it around organizationally in the future, they got to get lucky. Mm. I'll be honest with you. Got to get lucky. Now, sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. It's mm -hmm. what they say. Raiders got to get lucky. Because for the Raiders to truly turn this around, you need a great coach and you need a generational quarterback. How are you going to find them both? Mm. If the Raiders get hot the rest of the season, and even if they finish, James, winning three or four of the next several games, mm -hmm. they're not drafting in the top five. Yeah. And unless the Raiders absolutely suck mm -hmm. the rest of the season, can you guarantee they're drafting in the top five? Currently drafting at eight. Five of the teams ahead of them all need or would really, really want quarterbacks. Quarterback. But I didn't say just a quarterback. I said a generational quarterback. Mm. I said a Joe Burrow type. Mm. I didn't just say a coach. Yeah. I said a great coach. I'm talking a Doug Peterson type. Mm. And you need both a generational quarterback and a great coach. And I just don't know that the Raiders are that talented. I think, joy for them to turn it around. They got to get lucky. What do you expect? I think they can turn it around, but I agree with you. They need, they need both. I mean, what's the first step, right? You got to win the division. Mm. Who's in your division? Chiefs. Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid. Who else is in the division? Chargers. Chargers. 
No, that's it. This Bronco. Justin Herbert. She, no, that's the Chiefs. <laughs> sure, but I'm saying you, you got to beat Sean Payton. Um, yeah. You know, Russell Wilson is, is improving. You know what you have in the division. So just looking around the division, I would agree with you. Yes, you need more than just a coach. You need a generational quarterback because you got a all-timer in the division already in Patrick already. Mahomes, all questions, and, and at the coaching position with the Chiefs. I, I think they can. And the reason I think they can is because we've seen this happen, and we've seen it happen recently. I think the Bengals and the Dolphins are good examples of that. I know the Dolphins very well. I love this team. Had some years of dysfunction. It's been a little rough. Been going through a couple coaches. Have had, had some turnover. They didn't even want to were there. They were trying to replace two over the first two years. So, and now it looks right. Same thing with the Bengals. The Bengals were bad for forever. Just constant disappointment. Now you have a generational quarterback in Joe Burrow, and you've played in a Super Bowl. So it can happen. It just requires you getting the right person in the building. And for the last 20 years, you've essentially been the Browns. So you've, you've got to find a way to correct it. You've got to find a way to establish a new culture, a new vision, and a vision that lasts for the future. So you just got to find that guy. Look, that guy's hard to find. It's not like I'm saying, oh, like, it's just it's an easy thing to do. But it's possible, and you got to figure out whatever you've been doing isn't working. So course correct and find the person. Is Derek, real quick, is Derek Carr a generational no, quarterback? Sir. All right, the only reason why I say that is because I believe that if Antonio Pierce can get this thing rolling, I would love for the Raiders to have a defensive-minded head coach because that has been a backbone for a very long time, the bottom of the tier in defense. The last guy that was a defensive-minded head coach was Jack Del Rio, a defensive-minded head coach, right? Won 11, 12 games, went to, the, went to the playoffs. I would love to see them get a defensive-minded head coach. I don't necessarily think to turn something around, you need a generational-type quarterback. We're talking about being able – I know everybody starts with the division, but we're talking about being able to punch your ticket consistently in the playoffs, to give yourself a chance. We all know once you get to the playoffs, you might even might not even have to see the Chiefs. Joe Burrow might beat the Chiefs. You know, Josh Allen might beat the Chiefs. You might not even have to see them. You just got to punch your ticket. They just need to make sure that they can consistently put a very good product out there to be able to have their organization in position to make the playoffs consistently. Well, I'll, I'll say this. I think they have a chance to turn things around, right? Um, I love the new hire with... Uh, with Antonio Pierce, I played against him. Uh, smart dude, very physical. And, and I like, I listened to his press conference and things he talked about. And he said, I'm a former player, right? That I'm, I'm engaged with other former players, right? And I'm engaged with players active on my team and other teams. And he said, and I, I'm a Raider fan. Like, I really die and love yeah. this Raider team. Yeah. And the thing is, like, it's one thing that's said, but it's another thing that really actually mean it. And it's inside of him. Mm. And I feel like we need more player coaches for these reasons. Because sometimes you can't really relate to the coach, right? He sees it one way, he sees it the other way. He, isn't, he didn't step inside them cleats. He don't know how I feel to be in them shoes. So I feel like a coach like that, he knows. He knows the talent they got on that team. They got some talented players on that team, right? It's a matter of getting that quarterback. Now, the, the tricky thing is, I'm trying to think. Now, also, he did talk about the NWA. He got me going. Got me. <laughs> they, they said today in the locker room, we had all NWA That's stuff it. playing. That's it. They we turned that, that, that whole thing around like it used to be with all, with all the, um, the hype and, and playing up there. What's the old stadium they had? And, and, um, Was it Coliseum? But no one at Coliseum. Was it Coliseum? Allegiant. No, you're talking about in Oakland? In no, Oakland, I don't yeah. think Oakland yeah, you, play, you played there before? Come on, I yeah, played there on the baseball diamond. That thing is live. Yeah. And they need a coach 100%. like that to bring it back live in Vegas. The only tr the tricky thing is if, if he does take over for next year, right, hopefully they play well enough and he takes over, the hard part is like, okay, how do we get that quarterback? Because mm -hmm. if I win too many games, I can't get that 
top quarterback that I want. Correct. And I don't know what's the market going to look like next well, year in free agency. You don't win too many games. You ain't getting no top quarterback. That, you ain't that's why it's hard. Dude. But that's, I will, but I will say this, though. If, if he shows some fight and he shows show some change, I think giving that coach a three- to four-year window to get things... They don't well, do that, Shady. Well, I'm, I'm, saying, I'm giving I'm talking about a contract. Okay. Right, right yep, now, yep, maybe yep. the first two years, you know, show me what you got. He got a lot in him, man. I'm, I'm but, praying from hopeful. But to be honest with you, no coach is getting that quarterback. The Raiders are good. Antonio Pierce going to win a couple more games this season. Agreed. So Agreed. ain't no coach coming in there if they don't keep Antonio Pierce getting a top quarterback in the draft. Agreed. You're going to have to get somebody in free agents. Are you going to have to really like what you see from O'Connell to be uh, able to say we're going to keep uh, him? Not uh, respectfully, but uh, no. Uh. Okay, yeah, you talking, say, say, uh. talking about Justin Herbert, you know, who I don't love, but yeah. Justin Herbert. Yeah. You're talking about Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. You're talking about a, a Hall of Famer fringe and Russell Wilson. With you. Like, you, don't speak Aiden O'Connell if uh-huh. you're trying to be competitive, James. Don't we try. Free agents, well, 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 here's, here's what I would have There's a lot of teams with quarterbacks ain't good that's competitive right now. Like the Niners. You got to start building somewhere. Hold on, though. The Niners, to Kyle Shanahan's credit, because I don't mind a defensive coach, but the, the trick you run into with having a defensive coach is you've got to have a generational quarterback because your offensive coordinator is not going to stay there. You're going to stay there. So you've got to have the – that's, why, that's why Josh Allen works because he, he's a generational quarterback. If the, if the offensive coordinator changes, you still have to be able to have that ta- talent. I think Kyle Shanahan is able to pull that off because the defense is so great, but he is able to maintain and elevate a lesser talented quarterback in that position and win games with them. I agree with James from this perspective. There's no culture with the Raiders. They have an unbelievable brand. They have an unbelievable fan base. They have this new launch in Las Vegas in this beautiful building. I love it. It's one of my favorite buildings in, in the whole NFL. Logistics nerd. It's very easy to get it out of. It's, it's beautiful. The point is they got to start somewhere. Like, start establishing some identity. What do you do well? What can you do well? Yes, you might not get the generational quarterback next year, but what? how are you going to build this team? If you build it with a defensive identity, I don't hate that in a division with Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert I don't, and, and Sean Payton. I don't, I don't hate that you're starting to build something until you get the guy. It's not that easy to just go out there and, I would like a Patrick Mahomes, please. Where's the Patrick Mahomes store? It doesn't exist. So I don't mind establishing some sort of identity and culture, what you're talking about, bringing an energy to the team. When we can look at the Raiders and say what, what Dan Campbell has been able to do with the Lions. I wasn't sure what Dan Campbell was going to be able to do, but we saw, but, even though they were bad, that they had an identity. But here's, here's my thing, though. Real quick? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Geno generational? No. They winning? Yeah, but Pete Carroll's um, a Hall of Famer. Pick it. Coach. Kenny Pickett, generational? Nope. No. They winning? Averagely. Zach like Wilson? Are they, Zach, they're five Zach Wilson, teams. generational? Nope. They winning? No, not in totality, James. Jack Prescott, generational? Nope. They winning? Or Russ. Russ ain't generational. Huh? Right? Uh, Kirk Cousins, generational? They're not winning. Not this year. They was in the playoffs last year, though. Kirk, Kirk wins. Kirk has won one playoff game, James. Matt Jones. Ryan. Matt Ryan, he generational? He no. won an MVP. Is he generational? I wouldn't say he's generational. So he won an MVP. But my only thing is you don't need a generational dude. You need to build a team. And that's why I'm saying this defense has been the bottom. Derek Carr has numbers to go up against the best of them. He does. You you get what I'm saying? I agree with that. But the defense, right? This defense, uh, since Jack, defensive mind, they have never really been had a defensive mind head coach to say, we finna stop people and draft Let some people. Let me ask you this. You have to build a team. Let me ask you this, because I love that argument. Obviously, I'm the only person that played defense up here on the desk. So if anybody likes defense, I do. <clears throat> but when you are something, you really get hopefully a self-examination and self-awareness. Name of the coaches. Talk to me about the great coaches in the NFL right now. How many are great defensive-minded? 
And how many are offensive-minded? Sean McDermott. Mm -hmm. Yes, Josh Allen. Sean McDermott. Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin, but if we're being honest really with ourselves, Mike Tomlin as of late is a 500 head coach, which is great. He hasn't never had a losing season. But let's be real. When's the last, you know better than me. When's the last time the Steelers won a playoff yeah, game? Yes, but, but like, what, what James is talking about, yeah, but the Steelers are never down here. What course. James is talking about is, build is, is, is building a team, Got building build. a culture. And Mike Tomlin wins because of that culture but who's what he's his established. Who's his quarterback? Who was his quarterback? Ben Roethlisberger. That's what, that's what I'm getting But he's still at. winning with lesser talent I, I don't because think of he needs that. Universal quarterback to win. Break down why. Oh, like, even like, you keep saying uh, Herbert. Like, I mean, yeah, stats ain't and, winning. And they're not winning. I mean, so I'm saying, but that, you're I saying think you need both. I think you need great coach, generational quarterback. I think you need the two. So what, all right, so what about the Niners for all these years? Last couple years, other than this last year with, with, with uh, Purdy. Like, what they, I mean, just think what they got really, a quarterback. I don't even say what the quarterback is. What they got a quarterback. <laughs> what, is, what is that you even call that? Jimmy G, you see how awful he looks right now? When they play, when he played with the Niners, they actually, people thought he was like, like, good. I did. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? They bitch him for a reason. Can't play. So what I'm saying is, like, I think you need culture, what, what Pierce has there, right? He's trying to bring there. Mm-hmm. I think you need a, a, a solid defense if you're not going to have a generational quarterback. And, and, and a guy like Derek Carr, I think if you have a Derek Carr and a solid defense with the Raiders, I mean, think about this for a second. They had, they had the number one running back last year. Mm-hmm. He led the league in rushing. Yeah, they did. And then Devontae Adams was, what, like 14, 15 yards? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, you got pieces. Crazy. Matt Crosby... I mean, you can't have a better pass rusher than him. So they have enough pieces. I don't think you need the generational quarterback to act, actually win and compete in that division. That division ain't super hard. We're also complicated to things. The, the, yeah, the Chiefs winning, are, are the main team. Winning but, but or competing. Because right now the Raiders are barely competing. But you still can go to the playoffs if you don't win. Your, the, the goal is always to win your division. Yeah, you course. still go to the playoffs. That's and, what I'm saying. And, and, Build and a team to where you can get in. And the, the Chiefs, I mean, they're a great team. In that division, anybody can lose. They lost to the Broncos last year. Yeah, anything's possible. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm trying to say. Defensively, for me, you got to start somewhere. It is not easy to find a generational quarterback. Of course. You got what I'm saying? It's like, but it's, it's like three of them right now. But it's easy to look at these dudes in free agency and say, give me Jalen Ramsey or give me Darrell. Like, it's right, easy right. to build a we team like that. They did that. You know that you were there the better than that. defensive side of the ball. Went, they went and got Chandler Jones, who has the record in franchise history for the Arizona That's Cardinals. It, though. And eighth for the, for the, for the Patriots. Listen, they said, okay, Chandler, we're going to team you up with Max. Acho. No, but he got wicked. Acho. He had a lot of wicked going. He Acho. got a lot of wild stuff Acho. going. Acho, I work for the Raiders. He's a good player. <laughs> All right, it is a lot of holes on that defense. Mm-hmm. Linebackers. Safety. Corners. Corners, right? You have Max Crosby. Chandler ain't even there now, right? The, the young rookie Wilson, they waiting for him to come along. You get what I'm saying? So it's holes in that defense to where... Antonio Pierce knows exactly what they need. Right. He's been in that building he for the last take- two years, <laughs> right? This defense has a big-time playmaker in Max Crosby they can build around, right? They have some solid young players over there on that defense. If they can build this defense up without even finding a generational quarterback, even if they go out in free agency and say, Kirk Cousins, come on, all right? After you get, that's a quarterback that can go out here and win some games, but they have a big time. You have to start somewhere. It is hard to find that generational quarterback. But while you're looking for him, Build that defense and be able to have some playmakers on offense like they got. In the last 20 years, they haven't finished in the top half of the NFL in scoring defense once. I work for the Raiders. <laughs> I, just want, I just wanted to throw it up. You know what I'm saying? It was a little cherry on top. 
Come on, Pierce. <laughs> the well, that is one of the rolling. worst teams. When we return, we'll talk about the best Dang, teams in the like NFL. That. The top six <laughs> teams. When we return, we got to rank best teams in the NFL and then have a great conversation coming off of it. Don't go anywhere. Be. <laughs> All right, family, it is time for my pick six. I am picking the six best teams in football right now. Where does your favorite team rank? Well, let's talk about it. At number six, the Seattle Seahawks. They have been playing good ball all season long. Now, I get it, I get it, I get it. Down a couple spots, even though they had a good win, it's because of the teams that are coming before them. They had even better weeks. At number five, the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins up one spot. Again, they got a huge game in Germany versus the number four team, the Chiefs. Now the Chiefs, they were my number one seed last week, but when you lose to the Broncos by double digits, you got to make moves downwards. At number three, the hottest team in football, the Jacksonville Jags. Hottest team in football because they've won five straight, y'all. Five straight wins. They look good, real good. At number two, the Baltimore Ravens. Sneaky domination from the Ravens. We're in a little bit of a dogfight last week versus the Cardinals. Found a way to get it done. And at number one, this team is by far the sole team, best team in football because the record says so, the Philadelphia Eagles. We'll head into the depth because the Eagles have a huge matchup versus the Dallas Cowboys. And interestingly enough, these quarterbacks have been playing incredibly well last week. Both of them, four touchdowns, one turnover each. Let's hear what superstar Micah Parsons had to say. Dak's confidence is through the roof. He's been playing at a really high level. Um, I think he deserves more credit than what people are giving. And even though he says no, I always, I'm always going to side with him. He's my guy. Good teammate right there. He's a great teammate. Great teammate. You're a great teammate too. Harrisburg, Harrisburg, you know what I'm saying? Y'all teammates in that regard. But Shay, do you agree with Micah? Do you think that uh, Dak Prescott, he deserves more credit than people give him? What are we praising him for? A serious question. What are, you praising, what are we praising Dak Prescott for? He beat Chargers, three and four. Generational quarterback. He beats the Rams, three and five. What are we praising him for? Do we praise him for beating a really, really good team like the Niners on the road? That's in the praise am I about. Go to Philadelphia, you beat a really, really good team like that? The best team in football, seven to one? You beat them on the road? That's something to praise him about. So when, I, when, he's, when Mike is speaking about Dak, about getting the, the, the praise, He's a great teammate, and I would do the same for my teammates. I had some bad teammates that wasn't that good. But you know what I did? Ten toes down. Mm-hmm. Hey, I got your back. Hey, he deserves more credit. Nah, this is being a good teammate. Because the facts are, you only praise players, teams, when they accomplish things. They do something really, really well. Beating up on bad teams, that ain't enough for me. So you want me to praise somebody? I'm going to praise you, you know, and give you some love. Our, our, our numbers are really, really good right now, right? Dog. Praise him for that. But if our numbers is down, I can't praise you for none of that. <laughs> Come on, now. Shady, I got to disagree with you. I got to disagree with you because I do think Dak, deser- Dak Prescott deserves more credit. Mm. You know what they always say, if it was easy, anybody could do it. Think about the totality of Dak Prescott's career. Dak Prescott was not the first quarterback drafted. First one was Jared Goff. Mm-hmm. He's been traded. Second one was Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. He's out the league. If it was easy, anybody could do it. Dak is the only quarterback from his draft class that is still on the team that drafted him. If it was easy, anybody could do it. Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott, you've been starting in the NFL for eight years. If it was easy, anybody could do it. You've been starting in 
in the NFL for the most scrutinized team for eight years. If it was easy, anybody could do it. Dak Prescott be winning a whole lot of games, albeit regular season, but only two active quarterbacks currently have won Super Bowls mm -hmm. playing right now. If it was easy, anybody could do it. Yeah. Dak deserves more credit because Dak has always been competitive with the Cowboys. Cowboys have won the division several times. Cowboys have had a first-round bye Dak Prescott's rookie year. He's gotten an MVP vote. If all of this stuff was easy, mm. Carson Wentz would still be doing it. Ooh. If it was easy, Jared Goff would still be in L.A. doing it. Ooh. If it was easy, Connor Cook would still be doing Ooh. it. If it were, you know, if it was easy, <laughs> anybody could do it. Clearly, it's not that easy, Joy Taylor. I think that's... We need more minutes on this block. Yeah, mm -hmm. we do. Uh, you got heard. something you want to get I, off I your have, chest? I have a yeah, lot. that was take was, my time. No, no, no. I'm gonna let I'm gonna go. Let, I, think, let go. I think yes, he probably does because of the way that this conversation is structured. The whole conversation and just stratosphere around Dak Prescott has become very polarizing and maybe even borderline toxic, and that's because. He plays for the Cowboys. There are a lot of comps, not a lot of comps, but there are comps to Dak Prescott in the league. We, we bring up Kirk Cousins all the time. We don't criticize Kirk Cousins at the rate that we criticize Dak Prescott. And we know that's because Kirk Cousins does not play for the Dallas Cowboys. The reality is Dak Prescott is a good quarterback. Mm -hmm. He is not great. He is not generational. He is not average. He is not bad. He is a good franchise quarterback, and he plays quarterback for the most visible brands in all of sports. That comes with other stuff. And a unique factor about being the Cowboys quarterback is the Cowboys fan base skews positive. All fan bases are not eternally positive. They're not. What do we say about Dallas Cowboys every single year? It's our year. <laughs> we them boys, it's our year, right? It's a joke for a reason, but that's because Cowboys fans, in their loyalty, skew positive. So even if you say something that is an objective statistical fact, if it happens to be something that is negative while also factual, it will be received as criticism because Cowboys fans are inherently positive, which is a good thing. Not all fan bases are that way. Some are self-deprecating, and they will agree with you when you say negative things about their team because they, they, that's how they receive their fandom. So all of that being the case, Dak gets overly praised by the, cow by the Cowboys fan base, and the correction is to then overly criticize him and it's become this very polarizing topic. When the reality is, Dak's a good quarterback. He wins regular season games. He's won playoff games. He's given them buys. He's put up big numbers. He's won big regular season games. He is a good quarterback. He is reliable. He is a good franchise quarterback. He seems to be a good leader within the locker room. Guys ride with him. But he gets criticized the way he does because he plays for the Cowboys, which comes with good things and it comes with bad things. But it is what it is. And that's just kind of the unfortunate state of what it is. I think Dak Prescott gets the credit he deserves. Right. And what I mean by that is when you look at a lot of quarterbacks, it's always something else to, ac to accomplish or they going to get on you. Right? And you being with the Dallas Cowboys, yes, the critics are going to get on you a little bit more. But right when we say Aaron Rodgers' name, we say he has to win another Super Bowl. We don't say four-time MVP, got all these stats, praising him and all. No, we, the first thing we think of is he got to get to another Super Bowl. When we talk Josh Allen, 
the first thing we say is, man, he got to get to a Super Bowl. He got to win some more playoff games. Mm-hmm. Like these these dudes, these dudes get credit, but they always get they get critiqued too, right? Dak Prescott is getting the credit he deserves, right? You have not taken your team to the biggest game. You get a ton of credit for winning 12 games a season and being in the playoffs. That is why you got paid the way you got paid. That is why you're still the Dallas Cowboys quarterback. Dak Prescott is a really good quarterback in this league, That, as, especially being a fourth-round draft pick. They got Tony Romo out of there for you. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he needs more until he gets to that biggest game. And it's not like they really giving him to they're not giving him less because he gets a ton of credit for being in the playoffs and winning football games. So I think it's exactly where it needs to be for Dak Prescott. Shady, let me do this. I'm going to go to commercial break. Come back. You get the first word. Let's finish hashing this out. And then we got to move on. I'm over it. I mean, it's not what I'm talking about. No, I want to hear what you got to say. I want to hear what you got to say. Gotta say. I'm more praise. He's like, hear what you got to say. When we return, we will finish off the Dak Prescott conversation. Does he deserve more praise than a fire hot matchup between the Bengals and the Bills? that we will get to. Y'all have my word, but I've been waiting to hear what Shady got to say, so somebody going to hear something. <laughs> okay, it's really one of the most intriguing conversations of the day. Star defensive player Micah Parsons, he said Dak Prescott deserves more credit. Shady, you seem kind of fed up with it, or at least you're apathetic towards it. What do you make of it? Does uh, that deserve more credit? I mean, I, it's, you know, Micah's just being a great teammate. Of course I, he is. I'm, I'm like that. I had some bad teammates that weren't that good. I said they were good. But let's just talk about this for a second, right? Because I don't want to dive too deep into this. But you said some things like, yo, he needs more credit. Of course. And I'm thinking, like, I come from a background where great players get talked about like great players. Okay. Right? Really, really, really good players, they get talked about like really, really good players. Okay. Right? Average players, above average players, they get talked about like average or above average players. Do you think he's really, really good? Do you think he's an above average quarterback? I think he's above average. Yes. So my thing is, like, how much praise <laughs> how much praise do we give above average in anything? He has a good game, we talk about it. We got to talk about it extra because he plays for the Dallas Cowboys. Right. Cool with that, right? And then he plays bad, we talk about he's a bad. He, he, we talk about when he's playing bad. But it gets more criticism because he plays for the Dallas Cowboys. I just think with Dak Prescott, people make it such a big thing. Like, you don't like him. It's not that I don't like him. It's not personal. I just, when I watch him, I don't see nothing really special. Right? And I see other quarterbacks, I see some special things. I think Dak is a, is a solid, above-average quarterback. That's all he is. Here's my so, we, so how much credit do, do you, I got e, you, do you and me, I just want to give him? I'm glad you didn't call me a man like they did at the game. <laughs> <laughs> Two five, you know what they Come say. On, you have hey. to be, I give credence to somebody being consistently good. In college, we used to wear wristbands at Texas before we went to the national championship. Mac Brown, Hall of Fame head coach, it said you got to be consistently good to be great. You got to be consistently great to be excellent. Dak Prescott has been consistently good. If I am not mistaken, Dak Prescott has never had a losing season. So he is consistently good. If you want to talk about greatness, it's those people that are consistently good. He's above average. He is. But there's something to be said that he has never had a losing season for the most scrutinized franchise, that he goes up there, he's won 13 games, he's given you 11 win seasons, he's thrown for 37 touchdowns, he's thrown for 45, 48, 4,900 yards. Mm-hmm. That is saying something. He doesn't get that kind of credit. But in the big games, he chokes. So you want to do that. So you want to talk like that. He does all that little bitty stuff, all that little small stuff, and then when he gets big, lights are bright, he chokes. And I, does he not? He does. Does he not? He does. So if you choke in the big games, why are we going to talk about you? Here's why. Yeah, like, what are we talking Here's about? Here's why. Let me say, um, say, say it. In the Come big on. games, Josh Allen chokes. Mm. Right. In the big games, Lamar. Let me get 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 Let me get
Milwaukee. Come on. In the big Josh game. Josh Allen. In the big game. Don't Lamar Jackson. They, they both choke, right? Is anybody else? Is that the sum too? I'm just saying no. Right, no, no, I'm just saying no. No, 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 Great question. <laughs> like, great point. So, great point. This is the difference, though. When I look at Josh Allen, what you see? Sp sp special. 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 You see Lamar Jackson, what you see? <laughs> special. <laughs> you see special. You see MVP. You see all that. And when you see Dak Prescott, you see Kirk Cousins. Mm. Look at these. Let's get these. Where are his numbers at? Kirk, because right? so many So, so hold on. So, real, real, real quick. They're five and two. That's the winning. That's the yes, winning sir. record. Right? Same record as Lamar Jackson. He's 235 yards a game. That's ranked 15th in the NFL. Mm -hmm. In the middle, right? Mm -hmm. Touchdowns. 11 touchdowns, that's 14th in the NFL. These are, that's who he really is. He's just in the, is in the middle. Really? That's but, who but he is. The other issue with, a, is with a loaded team. See, one thing about Kirk Cousins, though, even though they're the same, Kirk's team ain't loaded like his team. Any quarterback in the world would love, would love to have the Dallas Cowboys roster. Right? Really? True. True. Uh, can I ask y'all this question, though? Is he overachiever or underachiever? Overachiever, significantly. You know why? Overachiever, see, see, significant. That's why I, I call him. Significantly. I call him. Significantly. Yeah, significantly. He all psyched. <laughs> he all psyched. <laughs> that's the thing, though. He, he is because how low, because how low his ceiling is, right? He, he don't have. That's the truth. So no, 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 no. That's the truth. Okay, he got a big, got a baby ceiling. Hey, that really quick, cool. though. Really quick. Because <laughs> do we, do we, when we say special quarterbacks, you know what that means? No, no, no. Hold on. Are we really just like? Looking at the arm talent. That's what he's looking, looking at. at. Because the no, no. only reason why I say that is because. Ceiling. Only reason why I say that is because Drew Brees was special. Yes, he was. But a lot of it wasn't flashy. Completion. Completion. That wasn't flashy. But, but, but he the most, he's the most accurate quarterback I've ever watched. I, I, I played with Tom Brady and I played with Peyton Manning. Or not Peyton Manning. Um, Patrick Jack Mahomes. Um, who's just, oh, Drew Brees Drew. is the most accurate quarterback I've ever witnessed. That's, so that's what I'm saying. That's Josh special. Allen throw the most picks, but you're saying Guys. he's special because of the arm talent no, and no, what no, he's no. showing you. There's, all, there's another factor here, too. Yeah, and, 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 Lamar, and Lamar is the only outlier here because he's a unanimous MVP. So we know Lamar Jackson is great. He's a unanimous league MVP. Josh Allen has played in an AFC championship game. Mm. Joe Burrow has played in a Super Bowl, something some players never even get to. Jalen Hurts has played in a Super Bowl, won an NFC Championship game, played in a Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes, Super Bowls. Super Bowl. When you are talking about how good you are and the kind of praise that you get with the roster that you have, with a Super Bowl-winning head coach, and you don't get past the divisional rounds, and we watch the ball in your hands at the end of the game, we can't just dismiss that. So you want to talk about praise. Cool, you deserve praise. For James's earlier point, what you accomplish. But then what? <coughs> what? What people around this conversation don't want for Dak is the criticism. Why? We criticize Josh Allen for not getting to a Super Bowl yet. We, we talk about how Joe Burrow needs to win a Super Bowl to keep up with Patrick Mahomes. We, do. we don't even know. If some people don't even think Jalen Hurts is good yet. They don't even think he should have been paid yet. They don't even know if he's a franchise quarterback yet. Like, he's supposed to prove himself he played in a Super Bowl last year. Lamar Jackson gets criticized for his postseason record. So why is it when Dak Prescott gets mm. his turn at the criticism talking, table, talking. everybody wants to act like you shouldn't do that? I, no, if you want to be with the big boys, you've got to take the heat, too. And that is what's frustrating about the Dak Prescott conversation. Mm. 
He is good. Talk, he does talk. win regular season games. He does win the division. And he gets credit for that. You know what else he, he gets, gets for that? A, a big check, which yeah. he deserves because he <sighs> does that. But what do you do in the postseason? Don't get scary when we start talking about mm. the postseason conversation. If you want to be in them conversations with those other men. Those men have been to an AFC championship game. They've been to a Super Bowl. You keep... You keep throwing my man's name out there. I, it's like, he, when you want to praise Josh, you praise him. Then you want to take shots, you do it. So I don't know what, what side he's on. Anyway, I asked you this though. All the names that she just named, she, she, had a, she, yeah. she did a lot of talking right there, right? I'm doing a lot of listening. Yeah, me too. I'm right can here. Can Dak Prescott, mm. the guy they saying not getting enough praise, can, can Dak Prescott, <laughs> can he sit at the table? I didn't say eat. Ooh. Can he sit there with the boys? Ask him. And it, ask him. <laughs> I would say, yeah. Ooh. The reason I would say yes is I just wonder where we draw the line. Like, for me, I draw the line at winning the Super Bowl. I don't draw the line at getting there. I don't draw the line at getting to the divisional AFC championship game. I don't draw the line at because you could draw the line at a divisional game. You could draw the line at winning two playoff games. You could draw the line. So for me, the line has to be black and white. And the line for me is winning a Super Bowl. So the reason, and, and I'll be very quick, James, the reason oh, yeah. Dak can sit at the table with those other individuals mm. is because either we're talking about postseason or regular mm. season. If we're talking about postseason, I need to see more from Josh. I need to see more from Lamar. I need to see more from Herbert. I need to see more from Deshaun. If you're talking about regular... And we need to see more from Dak. Of course. So why can we say that about all these other quarterbacks and nobody's upset? But when it comes uh, to Dak, everybody's upset. Only, in my mind, only because we praise, not Cowboys fans, but like we up here, Praise special people. Keep that special. Ex special. Special. Come on, keep going. We praise Lamar extensively. Ooh, he's really special. We praise Joe Burrow extensively. Oh, he's really, we really special. Justin Herbert extensively. But then with Dak Prescott, we don't praise him. He's not special. So, so you're really so, so really quick. You you are on Micah's side big time on this. Yeah, I think that's so he like five dollars. They like a hundred dollars. So, like, so, so be be Micah for us really quick. And oh, how much oh. more praise do you want for Dak Prescott, Micah? When Dak is five and two, like all these other quarterbacks or two lost teams. Should be an MVP conversation. Like, like what's the praise you want? I like, just want, I, I guess I would say, I want to hear people talk about Dak. What? Like they're currently talking about. About Mahomes and Lamar Not Mahomes, and them. Not Mahomes. But like Lamar. Like Allen. Like, Her like Herbert. Like, like hurts right now. I need to hear that. I need to hear that. I need to hear that. That's, so that's what you're saying. I need to hear that. Uh. That's all I'm saying. That so you saying you, Micah, you saying you hear a little bit more criticism than I hear praise. Here praise. Then I hear okay. praise. Who's criticizing Dak? Mm. Shady. Did we, say one, <laughs> did we say one bad thing about Dak all week? What's he just had a, the best game of the I've season. I've never said nothing bad about him for real. I, I just be really be honest. Yeah. Everything I, when I talk about Dak Prescott, I don't like come at him. I just speak the truth. I, in big games, he, he don't show up. Honesty comes off. Like and, and they they roll they roll through their defense first, right? Like he has a good team around him. I don't I don't hate on Dak. I just keep it honest. But you know what's crazy though is we normally be like here. You're my dog still. Remember you just said you said that he could sit at the table with. Like MVPs and great players? I mean, he got to go second, but he at the table. That he can't, he can't get up when they get up. I can't even. But he got, he, I mean, <laughs> he'd be sitting like, like, at, like. Ah, with, like TV's cousins. good. TV what? is him good. Kurt I'm be, sorry, Kurt. Him and Kurt should be doing like. TV is good. Kurt's Kurt, hold up. Kurt's a four-time pro bowler. Kurt's like, a good player. Kurt's a good player. Good player. He's, not, he's not weak. Yeah. Dak's a, a good player. Dak's a good player. Dak's a good player, too. They all look like above average. I just never. I, you know what it is? Maybe it's just because from playing and all that, I never really, like, 
talk and focus on like average dudes like that. I bust average, I just, we, we, we walk right past them dudes. Yo, what up, bro? You did. And I'm gonna I keep it going. That's literally, you know what I mean? that's literally how he well, we gonna talk about the big boys? Mm. The Patrick Mahomes and the Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen? I can't believe you, Joe Burrows. <laughs> I can't sit with them dudes. <laughs> you can't believe me. It's disrespectful. Uh, well, speaking of Joe Burrows and Josh Allen, <laughs> they got a huge matchup this Sunday. The Bengals, they are streaking hot, one, three straight. The Bills, ah, they're not ice cold, but it ain't very hot right now in Buffalo. Who needs a win more? We having fun today, y'all. That's next on Speed. All right, family, we're in a hurry-up offense, but you can't rush through this game. Bills, Bengals, it's a sneaky, gigantic game. The Bills, they have been trying to get on track. Josh Allen is that dude. Bengals, they've won three straight. Bring us on camera because we don't have much time. Let's discuss it, please. I cannot wait to hear y'all's thoughts on this one. James Jones, yes, who needs a win more, Bills or the Bengals? The Bengals. JoJo Burrow and the Bengals need this win more. They are 4-3 and three right now. You lose this game, you go to 4-4. Four and four. You know where that puts you? It's going to put you at the bottom of the division. Mm. You got what I'm saying, right? It's going to put you out of the playoffs. Buffalo Bills lose this game. They're going to be second in the division. <laughs> right? They're going to still be in the playoff run. Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals need this win badly to stay afloat. Lamar Action Jackson is 6-2 and two right now, and they beat you. You have not beaten anybody in the AFC this whole season, Cincinnati Bengals. They need this win desperately, and I know they're coming off a really good win against the Niners, but this one is important right here. They have to get this one done to keep themselves in that playoffs contention. Yeah, it ain't close. Bengals yes. have a very, very small window of messing up. Uh, no margin for error. They're 0-3 in the conference and 0-2 in the division. Talking about being at the bottom of the division. They already at the bottom They're of the division. Already. So they, they set themselves back. That losing streak at the beginning of the season was bad, bad. Just came off that Dak segment. I'm trying to give them a little praise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, listen, I, I like the Bengals. I think they're back, and they're playing really good football right now. But this, this game very much matters for them. I think it's the Bengals, too. Shady, I saw you at the casino this weekend. I was jealous. Mm. I was jealous. Where at? What casino? I see stacks. I don't oh, know. Man. I just seen, I just yeah, seen yeah, stacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you <laughs> see it right. I yeah, see stacks. Right. I, you know me. I, I, I used to be a gambling addict. And so I've say, I saw Shady. I, I, saw, I saw the chips on the table. I'm over here doing my math. Blackjack. Blackjack. Okay. I text my dog. I say, how much we up? Reason I say that is when you get hot and you start running, you can't lose quick. Mm. Bengals are hot right now. They running. You know how it goes. You win three hands in a row, you got to press. Press. Yes, you got to press. press. You finna start running. The Bengals, they've won three in a row. Yeah. You can't lose right now. Mm. Last year, I think Shady talked about it. They either won 10 straight or they won 9 out of 10. Like, when you get straight. hot, it was 10 straight, straight, huh? Yeah. When you get hot, you got to run. Mm. So the Bengals have to win more than the Bills, in my mind, because they lost games they were supposed to win beforehand. Now you got to win games maybe you're supposed to lose. Those are some good answers. I gotta go with the Bills though. Mm. They started off rocky, right? Had a bad, bad game against the Jets, right? Everybody talked bad about Josh Allen, right? More like, like you talk about it. <laughs> what did Josh do? Ran, ran, they start running it. Start killing, start balling, protecting the football, looking good again. You start loving them again. Right? I did. Right. They missed props. So now, I, I, right, I, I, now that honest, they're, like they're kind of, they're doing this. So they got to respond. Yeah. I right? said that too. You ain't going to give me my credit and, for that? And, no. and, 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 another, and another thing is this though. Another thing is, uh, you know. don't, let's not forget. Uh, See, as ballplayers, we don't forget much. Yeah. Don't forget that these boys ended y'all season though. We came up to your crib. Mm. Not away. They just hit to, to the house. Mm. Who, who we got? We got who? We're at? Cool. It's going to be snowing. It don't matter. Get yeah, ready? Let's go. And they took care of business in Buffalo. Oh, no. So don't, don't, don't forget about that. And don't forget about how bad y'all been playing lately. It's time to turn this thing around. Sean McDermott, he knows that. This if they the, don't, 
It'll be a hell. Great well, weekend well. of football. You got the Bengals, Bills, you got the Dolphins, Chiefs, and you got the Cowboys, Eagles, and Shady knows all about that rivalry. Re- rivalry. When we return, we're going to spotlight some memories, some highlights from the matchups. Man, that's next one. All right, family, we are in our two-minute drill. We got to show y'all a throwback 2013 Eagles. Shady McCoy wins the rushing title. I remember that one. <laughs> Look at my dog. And the big D. Is this before the, is this before the uh, big deal? Oh, I've been had the deal. Okay, you had the deal. Oh, man, that was before the Bills deal, though. Yeah, oh, it was before Bills the Bills deal. deal. Oh, you were 25? <laughs> which are, which I'm, y'all don't see. I've only been 25. What we don't see is Shady no, putting on a... 25 years old. Oh, how was I born out? You're young, man. You're young, man. 25 years old. 2-5 and a 2-5 and a 2-5. Yeah, you don't see old, baby. Shirt. You don't see the championship hat. You don't see none of that. Yeah, none of that type of stuff. Yeah, I ain't worried about it. You know what I'm saying? I'm branded. Listen. You see this right here? That's what's going to happen Sunday against them, against them Cowboys. Just like that. Win and you run off the field. I can't wait. Anybody want to make a bet? No. I got the Cowboys. Anybody want to make a bet? Oh, 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 Yeah, we'll be humble then, fellas. We'll be humble.